take your position. The show is about to start. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to On Screen, where we discuss all things cinema all the time. Here's your host. The award goes to Joe Burnett, Joe Cuffney, and Jesse Reichenstein. Lights, camera, action. I'm waiting for another day where one of us watches the wrong movie. I know. I'm glad it happened already. But yeah, this one, it it would be, it would be, it would be like more funny because Halloween, I get it. There's a lot of Halloweens, but like, if it's something like this, where it's like completely just one movie, it's like the the title's not even neat. I watched Don't Look Down. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of that, let's get into this. So this week we were, were reviewing Don't Look Up, the new Adam McKay movie. This is not real. This is not real. This is not real. This isn't happening. Kate, uh, tell me this isn't really happening. I hear there's uh, something you don't like the looks of. We discovered a very large comet. Oh, good for you. It's headed directly towards Earth. This comet is what we call a planet killer. At this exact moment, I say we sit tight and assess. Sit tight and assess? Sit tight. And then assess. The sit tight part comes first, and you got to digest it. That's the assessment period. This is the worst news in the history of humanity. He just blew us off. What are we going to do? We have to release the information. So we just leak it. Our guests today have made a pretty big discovery in space. How big is this thing going? I can't destroy my ex-wife's house. Is that possible? <laughs> there is a 100% chance that we're all going to die. Hey. Hey. Well, the handsome astronomer can come back anytime, but the yelling lady, mm, not so much. Not so much. We're going to get the news out there one way or another. It's real and it's coming. FBI! Jesus Christ, you could have just called me. This comet contains $30 trillion worth of material. What do trillions of dollars matter if we're all going to die? Oh, no, no this is if we're rich, that would be terrible. You guys discovered a comet? I have a tattoo of a shooting star on my back. Oh, that's, that's terrific. <laughs> this could be a complete disaster. This is already a disaster. You know that girl from Live TV said we're all gonna die? No. Yo, bro! You'll never take me alive! There it is! A giant comet whirling its way towards Earth! Can you see it? I can't! My head is in a bag! I did have the FBI put that bag over your head. They don't do that. The CIA does, but I made them do it. You know, I had a feeling. It's a good feeling, because that is what I did, and it was very funny and cool. And Jesse picked this one. <clears throat> that I did. What was your... Uh, give us the, I, the rundown. Yeah, my, my quick that I actually kind of said at the end of last time before I had picked this movie, um, and then I want to hear yours before I dive into it and paint the waters but uh it, i liked it a lot but this movie it was one i mean when jonah Hill posted this on instagram like when it first was like announced that it was coming out in december i was like so pumped for this i was like that's this is the christmas movie S- looks so good stellar cast i love adam mckay like how can this not be good and uh then it came out and I actually didn't watch for like a day or two. People on Twitter and everywhere were like, this is amazing. Yeah. You know, like, and I was like, oh my God, it is going to be amazing. So I think my bar was like sky high. And I really, it was a good movie. I really liked it, but it it didn't match the incredibly high bar that yeah. I had set, which maybe was unattainable, but uh, I still really liked the movie a lot. It just there, you know, wish there was no more Jonah Hill. Um I don't, I don't know. I, mixed feelings about the ending too, but I think I'm cool with it. Um, yeah, curious what you guys, how you guys went into it. And also what you guys knew before going into it, or like how much you had heard. I'll, I'll go quick. Um, 
I, I mean, I didn't know much about this movie. I knew it was coming out. Like it was all, all over like the movie news websites and, you know, stellar cast, like you were saying. I didn't read, I didn't like want to read anything about it because I was like, Leo's in it. I'm probably going to watch it because anything he, you know, is in, I'm assuming is pretty, at least pretty good because he's just amazing. And uh, your Leo is my Jonah Hill. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have a lot of Leos, we'll say, because I, yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of them, but, um, but then you mentioned you saw it last week when we talked about movie news, and that's really all I knew about it is what your kind of review was or your thoughts. And so I didn't have ex- as high expectations as you did because I was like, okay, like, I didn't I it wasn't that good. Well, that, but also <laughs> like, I was just like, I kind of went in how I was going to go in. So it was good that your review didn't really sway me anyway, because that's what I hate. But I have a lot of thoughts about this movie. Like I liked parts of it. Or I loved parts of it. I didn't like parts of it. And then there's like, I'm in the middle, but I do say, I lo- I actually really like the ending. Uh-huh. Yeah. My initial thoughts is like, I feel like I actually really enjoyed the comedy of this. Cause it's like the whole, like, you know, the world's patched together by duct tape and it, there's not the big conspiracy cause everyone's out to get you. It's just because everyone's so stupid. Um, I, I like that as a, you know, general plot point. Um, I didn't know, like, I knew what you said last week, but other than that, like, I didn't really know too much about it. So I I walked into it with basically no expectations. I didn't really hear about it. Um, So I must've missed the Twitter storm or whatever, but uh, uh, I actually really enjoyed it. I, it was the kind of thing that like, I, I enjoyed the comedy. I enjoyed the story, but it hit real enough, it hit close enough to home where, um, you know, it did stress me out a little bit. No pun too, intended. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it was the sort of thing. And I didn't realize till after the fact that this is the Adam McKay is the same guy who did the big short. And mm-hmm. I, I love that movie. And it's kind of done after a fact, when I learned that I was like, oh, this kind of makes sense. And then I started thinking about it more. And, and it was the sort of thing where I could think more about it. Cause like, clearly there's a, a story to be told about climate there. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's also like weirdly applicable to COVID. Um, I didn't even make so, that connection actually, the COVID thing. Yeah, I, but, but I, I, I liked that. And that's something I like in movies when I can like think more about it and I get more out of it, the more I think about it. Um, <laughs> it's not just like a surface level, mm-hmm. you know, this happened and end of story. So I, I, I enjoyed the story. Yeah, Adam, Adam McKay like, was one of the people we've, brought up who we said like he doesn't even make comedies anymore like they're kind of dramas mm-hmm. but he also like adam mckay was an snl head writer back in the day oh he was yeah. head writer at snl in like the nine i don't know the 90s um huh you know and then did like uh Step Brothers. he did ricky and, bobby too yeah like you know he did like all the early like will ferrell uh stuff with you know completely and then he switched over like he did the big short and then he did vice that mm-hmm. uh the dick cheney one too i need to watch uh, that I haven't seen so one. he's definitely i mean he's so good he's so funny but he also is like i meant to listen to him on this pod he went on the you made it weird podcast like years ago i remember listening to it when we lived in portland um but he's like obviously a super brilliant dude and like but like has gotten like very political um mm-hmm. and you know i think a lot of his work is like like he said with this, like he he wanted to do it on climate warming or like climate change, but he was like, I can't, I don't want to make that the subject, but I want to make like a statement about it. So I'm going to use like the meteor instead of like oceans rising, basically. Um, but yeah, I love that. Anyway, That's that brings me to my point of like, okay, so this is kind of going to go both ways. So I this isn't generally my type of movie, like true horror, like ending. And world ending horror isn't the type of movie I really enjoy <laughs> because it's Wait, so like, is this, this is a horror movie. It's theoretically, in my opinion, true horror is a subgenre of horror. And this is that's true horror. This is, that's my subgenre right there, man. True horror. <laughs> true. Now, to be fair, I do like true horror as in like, there's some true horror, like true crime, which is also true horror. But this is like world ending true horror, which I am not a fan of because it's terrifying. And I don't want to think about that. But Wait. That's funny. But that, what took, just... but what took me out, what why I didn't it didn't bother me in this one as much is because which also kind of t- takes away from the movie for me is the poor CGI throughout 
And that takes me out because it's not as like, oh, it's like, oh, this serious movie. Then it's like, oh, wait, this, the space does not look good or, you know, all this other stuff. So that didn't, I think it's the fact that- Have you been to space, man? Have you seen real space? Have you seen I mean, it could look, I don't know. Maybe it's dead on. (laughs) Maybe it is. Maybe it looks weird. (laughs) The the poor, I think the bad CGI for me was a good thing because it took, it made it a little less serious. So I'm, I was okay with that. So that I, I was okay with that. <laughs> I, I do want to mention quick. Can't mention it without it that, you know how my, I harp on this with horror movies where it's like based on a true story. And I'm like, this is such garbage. I love that this movie it's like based on real events. Mm-hmm. And then the next screen is like, that haven't happened yet. Yeah. And I'm like, that is how you do it. percent. <laughs> it was really, yeah, that was well done for sure. But I also thought, but kind of going with that, these types of this movie kind of reminded me of like a more serious, scary movie. Kind of, it was like because it's a satire, but it's like it's not. It is real, but the characters aren't real. But it's like they're making fun of something, but also serious. And I was like, that's kind uh-huh. of like a scary movie vibe. Yeah. So I, I, like I, the, I, like I mean, the I do scary think it was meant too. to scare you to a degree. That's what I'm saying. Know? Like scary movie is yeah. funny, but it's also got the serious element to it. And it's making fun of something, but that, but it's real. It's got the same vibe. So I, I connected scary movie to this kind of throughout. I, I think uncomfortable is just the word I would yeah. use to describe it. Cause like, like I, I wouldn't say I was terrified. I mean, obviously the end of the world would be terrifying, but like in the sense of sitting down watching this movie, I just ended feeling really uncomfortable with how, you know, the world ended and, you know, a few rich people are off on a spaceship. Yep. <laughs> For sure. Well, but, here, I mean, we could talk ending, but we'll do that later. The, okay. You want to hold that? Okay. I kind of want to hold that. Yeah. Our frame, our frame. <laughs> I mean, we, I guess we could jump around. We always do that. I, I do have one question for Jesse and um, just it's specific to Jonah Hill. Um, he's had some pretty iconic roles within Adam McKay movies. And I'm just wondering if you had to model your persona Ooh. around any of them, what would it be? I love that. Ooh. Um, well, that, well, like we have the, the kind do of we have money? Out did he do money? Jonah Ball? Hill and he was in Moneyball. Wolf. I don't know if Adam McKay did it though. Let's I'm just see. trying to. Okay, yeah, let's go through some options. We got don't don't look up, obviously. So you've got like the suit and with a the kind of like purse, which it might be the football. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we've got that. We've got um what was the first one that coped up? Uh well, so I, I don't think this is actually Adam McKay, but it's the uh Wolf of Wall Street. Oh yeah, that's, uh, that's, oh, that's completely person. different aesthetic yeah. for Jonah Hill. Okay. okay, yeah. If we're just talking Jonah Hill, let's too. just talk Jonah Hill. I mean, we're also talking war dogs where he's uh, like the, I don't know, arms dealer. We're also talking super bad. This is a little off topic, but I think yeah. it is important we get to the bottom of this. Wait, Todd Phillips <laughs> no, this is war dogs? Great... Yeah, yeah. He did Joker. Whoa, that's, I got to watch that now because I, I love Todd Phillips. I I was looking back because I was curious, was like, did I, I remember talking about possibly picking war dogs at some point because I rewatched it recently. It's so good. And I'll somebody... refrain from watching it then until you pick it. <laughs> okay, but I, I'm going to send a clip from War Dogs um, that you maybe can put in here. I don't know, copyright pending. Um, there's one scene that is like his character in a nutshell, and it, it's like not even related to the story, um, but it's Jonah Hill laughing, and it's, he's like, <laughs> and it's like so weird, but it's, it, I'm okay. Watch the clip, but anyways, that's also a great character. And not gonna be my persona. <laughs> I um, wish I would. I mean, I feel like would it be like I, Jonah I, Hill at Benny Hanna? Like six <laughs> six-year-old uh Evan Goldberg or whatever his <laughs> name is in that sketch. Possibly. It's it's that. I mean, reality, there might be a uh there might be a uh, Moneyball version, um, okay. where he's not actually that cool of a character. Um, <laughs> but I'll I think short. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool thing. It's um, Jonah Hill and Moneyball. I think I'm like Jonah Hill, Moneyball, but in my head, I am Jonah Hill in this movie, Don't Look Up. Okay. So I it's like, it. I'm okay. that, but I, Glad we got to this is what I think I have in the head. Are you and the I one? Think... Did you guys watch both and, and uh, mid credits and end of the credits? 
seems to. That's what I was going to ask about the ending. That's what I was going to Okay. Well, we can talk about that in a bit, but okay. I was just curious. Um, yeah. I, okay. to tease that part, I am the what okay. up world. It's your boy. <laughs> it's like, and subscribe. It kind of reminded me of a uh, flash from Spider-Man, the Tony Arvalori's character. Cause he would do this. Another great, another great character. Um, but kind of going along with casting. So obviously Leo's great. Something I always look forward to in a Leo movie is that one scene I call the Leo moment where he just shows off his acting. Like every movie he's in, I'm always like, okay, there's one scene where he's going to freak out, yell something, you know, and I was waiting for it. And then the one where he's on TV, I was like, that's it. That's it. The Leo moment right there is when he's yelling. Oh, where he loses it. Mm -hmm. There's always, in every movie he does that. And I'm like, this is it. I do love the bathroom where he's freaking out before and he's like, (gasps) Yeah, <laughs> I, I would have said that that was the Leo moment of the movie. Oh, okay. So two, I'll take two. Yeah, he just he freaked out for like a solid minute. Mm-hmm. I loved it, man. It's so good. Look, let's establish once again that there is a huge comet headed towards Earth. And the reason we know that there is a comet is because we saw it. We saw it with our own eyes, using a telescope. I mean, for God's sakes, we took a fucking picture of it. What other proof do we need? And if we can't all agree at the bare minimum that a giant comet the size of Mount Everest hurling its way towards planet Earth is not a fucking good thing, what the hell happened to us? I mean, my God, how do we even talk to each other what do we what do we what have we done to ourselves how do we fix it we should have deflected this comment when we had the fucking chance but we didn't do it i don't know why we didn't do it the little chris evans cameo i got real joe joe c vibes with this outfit with the beanie the sunglasses and the leather jacket yeah. i was like yes <laughs> i could see you Craig. <laughs> i could see you Dick. and you're he's like my arrows are going both ways because you know, I just want everyone to kind of make peace and just not argue. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Now, I know a lot of Hollywood is supporting the Just Look Up movement, mm. but I haven't seen a pin like that. Yeah, yeah, this pin, this pin points both up and down. Because I think as a country, we need to stop arguing and, and, and virtue signaling, just get along. That is so refreshing. Mm. I think we're all tired of the politics. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's why we made Total Devastation. It's for everyone, you know? It's a popcorn movie. Yep. Great character. <laughs> <laughs> I also read that Matthew Perry had a cut scene. He was supposed to be in the Ooh. movie, too. So, another added cast member. Would love to see that. <laughs> I do love the scene where they're, like, they're in that room in the White House that's just... I don't know, not unpacked. And they walk in, you know, and he's like, Leo, you're the head chief, the chief scientist officer to the White House now. Mm-hmm. You got to come to a meeting right away. And then, you know, he like throws the food. He's like, don't worry, I got you guys snacks yeah. and water. And he like throws <laughs> it on the ground. He's like, you don't have to throw it on the ground. <laughs> and then Leo picks it up. But I love that next scene where they're telling that the rich guy is telling them that like they called off the plan to try to like nuke the meteor because they're going to harvest it's worth you know 30 trillion dollars and leo's like what are you what are you talking about and like one of my favorite jonah hill lines in the whole thing is when jonah hill's like oh what if we're rich like <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah i just i love that i mean that's like i feel like the real turning point when you realize like you lose hope for you know they're like fighting you at the white house to listen to them and then you're like oh right. they're gonna listen and then you're like just kidding this is how it works so like money (laughs) seriously this is kind of like if i'm sorry go for it i was just gonna say they were kind of foreboding that the entire movie though like the whole thing like the uh the like tech presentation initially was bash life like (laughs) right right and another satire thing they're just making fun they had had this whole like god complex with that guy where they had like the adam uh or the like michelangelo painting but like with with bash life in the middle (laughs) and you know, yeah, there's all sorts I did, of, I, uh, I did think there was going to be something more with that, the kid who, you know, how they had the kids in that keynote. Yeah. And then, like, as they were leaving, you know, the girl and stuff is like <laughs> trying to talk to Peter. And it's just like, bye. Okay. Like, 
his character was strange. He was definitely a pedo, right? I don't know, man. I think what he's was, just meant to be like. Who, like who, who is he mapped after? Like Elon? Like who is? I don't even know. Like Steve Jobs? Oh, like a weird Steve Jobs? I think it's just a. It's definitely a uh, compilation of all of those billionaires. Okay, that makes Mark sense. Elon. He sucked. Jeff, I mean, he was the like, worst character. They, all of them grouped into one. There's, there's like a clear god complex, though. Yeah. 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 Um, like literally, he's trying to like adjust world-ending events. Literally, yeah. <laughs> That's so true. I mean, this movie kind of it was like, have you guys seen Armageddon from the '90s? Mm-hmm. This was oh, like yeah. if Armageddon fails, same universe. Yeah. But if Armageddon failed, this is exactly what would happen. <laughs> Is that Bruce Willis in that? That one? movie's so freaking good. It makes me want to watch. It. It they should have got Bruce Willis Burnett. in this movie, dude. That would actually be a great tie-in, like a little a call. That would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. Missed That's opportunity. That's a Rocky Brunette film. Like, what did I think you guys he think? Could have been played instead of Bruce Willis. Yeah, I agree. What, would I, I would wa- I would have wanted him to be the character who like like actually this was one of my favorite like little like five second clips where he was like shooting at the asteroid yeah, yeah. as it's coming in <laughs> that, <would have laughs> that character i feel like that would be bruce willis yeah. <laughs> totally oh my gosh um different time yes for different sure time. there were so many freaking cameos in this movie like i actually loved the one of my favorite scenes was actually the the concert the ariana grande and kid cuddy scene i i love when uh-huh. movies do that like incorporate like a musical number when it's not really music musical i think that's kind of fun and they were so random, but it's great. <laughs> I love, yeah, that whole like thing at the end, the con- benefit concert. Yeah. forget that like kid cuddy's name you know it's like scott muscuti muscuti <laughs> and so you know like through the credits i'm always being like i see Ara grande where is kid cuddy's yeah, right. like you know where's his credit it is funny to see who goes by their stage name and who doesn't like chance the rapper like goes by chance the rapper you know and yeah, like in the credits that's right. what it was named right. Be, right it's so interesting to me but i don't know i, I was also really confused I feel like Timothy Chalamet's character was just like they were like, "Oh, we like you. We want to just we want to put you in this movie." They just wrote a role for him because they wanted him in the movie. I don't know. It, his he didn't really work for me. And I mean, he was fine. Didn't really add anything. I don't know. Yeah, I there's. It felt like this whole caps, you know, like when it goes to the names, like why well, I wish there was more Jonah. Right. I don't right. really wish there was more Timothy Chalamet, but it feels like a lot of characters just like either they wanted to do it to work right. with the cast or like they wanted the name in it but they were just such weird like weird tie-ins mm-hmm. i did he was a oddly like great character for how small he was in it I and a lot of people it, liked yeah. his uh i love fingerling potatoes right right it was a big big line people loved it's just i don't know looks fake right hey why don't you go find some uh what are the little potatoes called? The tiny ones? Fingerling potatoes? Yeah. Oh, I fucking love fingerling potatoes. Like he could have been, he could have had like those little cameos kind of throughout the movie and they still could have played it how, how it ended. They still could have played that out. But like, I wish he was just like, we didn't know. I mean, I don't know. There was just not enough with him. Like I wanted to know a little more. Like I wish he was into like science or I don't know. Cause their connection was weird to me. I don't know. That just didn't make any sense. Like why would she go hang out with these randos? He did have that, you know, he like believed in God and then was like, oh, that's true. Yeah, he's that weird, like, kind of believe there is a plan. But But she didn't know that until the end. Oh, yeah. I don't know. What did you guys think of uh, J-Law in this? 
She's mine. I'm not a. I don't know. She's. I'm not a huge J Lo fan, but she was fine. I don't know. I actually really liked her in this, and but like I thought it was funny because it does seem like it's a little polarizing for for people. Like D D watched it too, and she said she didn't like her in it. And I, really? you know, I don't know. It's just, it just seems like a little split there. But I, I thought she did a good job because like I don't know. It's hard to act. Like, it's hard to act in general. Cra- so. Well, it's hard to act. Period. But like, <laughs> I mean, I feel like she had that a lot of the scene where like you know she was just like we're all gonna die, and like I feel like it's hard to do that with and make it. <laughs> come off you know not goofy mm-hmm. i think she did yeah, yeah. I, I think she did a good job for what she was supposed to i'm just not i never like really enjoy her but i, I don't know I who think, else i would cast so. yeah i think she like nailed the role and did really well and i i do like her but i think there's like for me at least it's hard for me to see her in a role that you're not where she's not at least slightly like yeah she was a little less likable than she j-law normally is in a role right um and so like i feel like that was the one thing where i'm like i just put someone else in because i like jennifer lawrence but like she did nail Mm -hmm. i thought i don't think he could do that role better her hair bothered me but (laughs) that's that's as we get into joe really get to joe something about their face it's something about their face well she also i was like what's wrong with their bags that's hilarious (laughs) that d thought the same thing um didn't she so didn't she wasn't she retired and then she came back for this movie or something too that's what i I heard since time anymore she was retired and then she came back she came out out of retirement for this movie i believe so i thought that was interesting that's cool it's also just so crazy to think that you know when it's like someone's like i'm done obviously she could be and that's fine but it's like she's so young so i need to think the idea of like she's living that fire life joe right retirement that's true there you go (laughs) <laughs> that's so true Jesse, do you have a, a bad review for this oh i did not look up i didn't even cross my I mind didn't look up. what are you doing um I, didn't, didn't I just want to say one thing that also bothers me about this the poster everyone's looking up except for timothy chalamet's character it's great that bothers it's me. great <laughs> i love stuff like that you think that was intentional well, it has to be. You know how many people review that movie poster before it goes out in public? Like, there has yeah, to be. I, I mean, think... it's probably intentional. But he, the thing is, though, he had that God complex. So, like, I feel like he would look up because he is into that. But who knows? Well, I, I was wondering if there was a little bit of commentary there on, like, belief like that also being, like, a suspension of, like, not, like, using your eyes. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Which you know I, that that might just me be me inferring something where nothing is supposed to be inferred, but no, that, that's, that's totally how I, makes that's sense. how I took that. Yeah, no, I, I do I definitely that, that makes sense. It reminds me also. I mean, the connection here. I don't know if it's anything with the poster. There's like a very, I won't spoil it, but like the new season of Succession. There's definitely like something that is kind of foreshadowed in the poster that gotcha. isn't realized until the end. Okay, um, I well, I appreciate but, when people do that, so that's pretty cool. But yeah, so it's like a cool and. Um, I mean, I know that group is like that does succession in this. I think our friends kind of like there's some little overlap, but uh, Nicholas Bertel, who does the succession music, which mm-hmm. is killer, Amazing. he did the music for this. Okay, I, I forgot to mention that that is one of my favorite parts of this movie was the music. So, yeah, that Nicholas makes a lot Bertel. of sense. I love the music, it was great. He's, um, he's the best. Do you want to should you want to talk about the ending before the review? Yeah, so let's yeah, get let's into it. it. So did you, how did you guys figure out that there was a midnight? Did you read about it or did you kind of just watch? Because I read about it. I saw somebody just be like, you got to watch till okay. after the credits, which I then thought was that first one, mm-hmm. you know, where just like the big credits roll. And then we, I just like, let it keep going. I just usually, if I don't jump to anything else, I just let it keep going and then saw the other one. I, I loved them. I loved the, because the first one was great for me because like, I always think about that. Like when you're like the first to do something or discover something, especially like a planet, like, what do you do? You just like stand around and you're like, all right, now what? <laughs> like, and then these random animals come in and kill them. I think that's so funny. Like, I think yeah, that's I, great. I took it as they all die from those animals. Yes. Because I loved the idea of like these billionaires escaped earth and spent how many thousands of years like frozen yep. and then they landed there and then they just like instantly died. It's hilarious. <laughs> Mm-hmm. but I, yeah i don't know i i think the ending like before that like the actual ending i really 
enjoyed. I thought it was like beautifully sad. Like it was like the start of something completely new, you know, giving something a new chance to do something, but it's also the end of everything. So it's like very sad, but also like the music is like great. It's like a emotional music and it's shot really like, I don't know. It, make, it makes it feel something, but I was confused on what to feel, <laughs> which is good. I liked it. Nothing's better than homemade, right? This coffee doesn't doesn't taste store-bought, is it? I, I grind my own beans, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a coffee nut. Are you serious? Every time you have coffee, you have to grind your beans? Yeah, Randall is, is very particular about his coffee. I can get that way about tea. The thing of it is, is we, we really... We really did have everything, didn't we? I mean, when you think about it. an ongoing feeling through it where like you know the first you kind of like always know the movie's gonna have to end like that like it's not gonna be like we kill we we saved the world but like you're not I wasn't like fully convinced and then as you kept getting close to the ending you kept being like oh yeah this is this is how it's gonna end you Mm know um but it was like a real slow a slow burn into that yeah and at first I was like yeah Obviously, like we said before, don't love feeling sad, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't think they could have, there's no way to do this movie and have it like, I mean, happy, you know, like that wasn't the point. You could end it without showing anything too, you know, like you could see it coming down and then just cut uh-huh. and have it all up their interpretation, which I think I personally would have liked better just because again, the CGI to me was weird, but like, I think less is more in this situation. Like, I uh-huh. love the fact that they're at the table kind of joking around. I love that. But I wish they I wish they still did that. And then it kind of like, maybe there's like a, a shot of like the city or something and you see it in the air and it just cuts or something like that. Like, yeah. I love the rattling like, of the table. Yeah, I was going to say like all the rattling and then like make it, I would still like, or at least I think it was made clear because again, it is like very political yeah. at the core of it, like making a statement. So I'm sure he didn't want to like leave it up. Sure. But I feel like you could still maybe cut it early where it's like, it's still very clear it's going to happen. Exactly. But slightly less of that CGI at the end of like everything yeah. actually like Ugh. breaking down. But like if you had the table shaking and like it coming in and then that's where I thought it was going to cut. And you could still yeah. have the Jonah Hill scene too. That still works because you can have the aftermath and then you have the, you know, post and yeah. after. But I, I did enjoy the like kind of things floating in space, like the f- picture frame and the phone. I kind of liked that because I was like, yeah, where would these things go? They just kind of fly around space after, you know, something blows up. So it's like things still exist, but they don't at the same time. So I like that, but I still prefer if they just, you know, got if they didn't have all that stuff. I just wish they cut before. Uh-huh. But what can you do? I don't know. That was cool. I liked it. I like the ending. I, I think the second half for me was way better than the first half kind of ramped up it, it was started a little slow for me well i actually love the opening scene that was really done well like the music and the editing i think the editing throughout was awesome um uh-huh. i think adam mckay's got that style that he's got his own kind of style of editing which i really enjoy i mean he doesn't do the editing but his editor So I loved how it started, like the opening scene, and then it kind of just plateaued for me a little bit. And then the last like third was really good. I think it could have been a little shorter too. 
It was long. It was a little long. But... It was a little long. Right? I'm trying to find a good um, one-star review that's not too uh, very political within the review itself. <laughs> it's not really reviewing the movie. Yeah. Um, but here, well... While you um, look, I will well, say... I no, sorry. I was gonna say I'll give a trivia fact as you look, but oh, cool. I think I found, I'm gonna skip over part of this, but I got one. Okay, it's pretty. Uh, long, so. oh, here's my little have. my little trivia. Um, apparently, Leo Leo had a problem with Meryl Streep being naked. Um, even though it was a body double, because he views her as he like views her as royalty, and he's like, she cannot be naked in front of the camera. I, <laughs> I was actually gonna ask, like it made me think at the end one. I was just like is that Meryl Streep? Like, is she just like, everyone loves her. And I'm like, is she just like, yeah, cool. Sure. Whatever. I'll walk naked in this right. or double in it. Cause I always just think of how weird those scenes are to probably shoot. And it, I always think of the, you know, Jonah Hill connection, but super bad. And like those behind the scenes stuff. And I think it was oh, Christopher yeah. Vince Plaz who was 17 when they shot it. So like his parents had to be on set for all right, the like sex right. scenes and stuff. So awkward. And that would like, be so awkward. Yeah, I don't know how they, yeah. I guess you get used to it though. I mean, I was on, at, at school, we did a shoot. I was on a shoot and this guy had to like masturbate for a scene. And it was, there was like a bunch of us just chilling. And it was, <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> very awkward. Yeah. It was very <laughs> All right. I'm going to, I'm going to read some excerpts from this review. Read, read that review. One star. Wait, what are you doing? Tomatoes or is this IMDb or Google? It's Google, but it might be pulled from somewhere else. Okay. I can't tell, but, um, I regret I can't give this sloppy mess of a film a negative rating. The political aspect of this film did not color my negative rating. My, many conservatives dislike this movie, but I am a left-leaning as it gets, and this abhorred this and abhorred this train wreck of a movie. Abhorred this train wreck of me, sorry. <laughs> For reasons that had zero to do with politics. The movie is shockingly sophomoric. Sophomoric. This person is out the gate using lots of words I'm gonna not pronounce right. Um Banal and nonsensical. The character is so banal and unlikable, you will actually be cheering for the meteor to come sweep them all away. The talent was truly wasted here. Steep is a great actress, but not believable as the president. She was much more presidential in The Devil Wears Prada. Sweaty, pudgy, wild-eyed DiCaprio is jarringly unappealing, yet somehow dubbed sexy scientist. The bar must be pretty low. Uh... His assistant, Jennifer Lawrence, is the epitome of banal and looks so misplaced, leaving you wonder how she got the gig of being a scientist in the first place with her emo angst persona, then explicably makes out with what appears to be a homeless street teen, Timothy Chalamet, letting him tag along like the stray cat, because, hey, life's about to end, right? Yeah, and then the shit's on, like, everyone else in the cast. Um the optics of dramatic comedy sans humor interdispersed in with suddenly inexplicable cutaways, glossy frames of bees and polar bears, etc., was bizarre, unimpressive, and a sophomoric film editing. Um, even though the earth was about to end, the entire movie focus was on the U.S., particularly white angst and anxiety, ignoring everyone else <laughs> and ignoring the rest of the planet. Oh the movie God. is also insufferably long and reminds me of really bad SNL skits that hit and missed. I wonder I if could... those were Adam McKay's. Yep. Um, the ending felt like literally a throwaway. Seemed like the director got lazy, tired, could not come up with anything clever, so just threw in a sloppy, nonsensical scene. Again, unfunny. Bottom line, Don't Look Up should be called Don't Look at This Mess. This <laughs> film goes down as smoothly as unseasoned potato salad with pearl onions, just to know. Wow. That's amazing. Jess, are you saving all these reviews, by the way? Or are you just, or no? Like, do you have them in the document anywhere? Oh, I can. Absolutely. We should start I'll, just uh, in case we ever need them for any reason. That would be good. Yeah, I'll start saving because I'll also try to remember to, you know, I think like before I had pulled them before, so I had copied them into a document. But so this I looked it up and it says don't look up was primarily <laughs> don't look it up. Don't look up. I looked it up. This is a lot. 
Uh, it was primarily filmed in American, in the American state of Massachusetts, in and around Boston and Way, Weymouth, 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 Weymouth. Uh, obviously DC for some of the capital stuff. And then Jonah Hill's rally sequence was filmed at the Museum of Fine Arts. The High Street Bar, Howl at the Moon, the Fairmont Copley Plaza, and the suburbs of Fort Point were featured in other key scenes, along with downtown Boston, which stood for New York City's financial district. So it was actually in Boston. Oh. And additionally, Boston South Station was used in one of the key scenes. So Interesting. Boston, Boston movie. Yeah, which I did not expect. No. kind of crazy it's always fascinating kind of seeing where things were actually filmed if they weren't actually filmed in this place that they were supposed to be like you, you want to know the reasoning like budgets reasons or accessibility or you know whatever it's always interesting like spider-man looks like new york it's actually rochester <laughs> so kind of maybe space. a little bit space looks, looks like space but it's actually australia so exactly <laughs> i'd be very down for a boston film trip though yeah a lot of probably good probably i do i'm down we should do it i saw yeah there's so many i gotta hit there um cool do you guys want to go into ratings or is there anything else you want to talk about let's do ratings uh jesse you want to go first yeah i'll go um i'll go eight eight and a half like and subscribes nice um I don't, it's hard to say it's like, it just wasn't, there was something making me want it to be better. Maybe it was, I don't know. I don't even think it was the length on this, which is usually a big thing to me, but it might've just been such high expectations, but it's like the cast is great. Adam McKay is great. I think the majority of the story is great. Everyone like crushed the acting. Like, I mean, it's just like, you know, it's it's kind of closer to like what I love is like character study, like not character studies, but like like the Christopher Guest movies and Best in Show and stuff yeah. where there's like not really a story, but it's just like great characters, right, right, um, like Shit's Creek and that whole gang. And so it was like kind of close to that where there's just so many like great characters mm-hmm. um, that I loved it. Um, I don't know. I just feel like maybe it had to go. I don't know what direction it had to go in to get slightly better, but I had to commit to one, one of those directions to maybe get better. Just for I mean, me personally. But I get uh, that. yeah, eight and a half. Uh, like and subscribes. Like and subscribes. Nice. Jonah Hill popping out at the end. <laughs> I like, Mom. That was Mom. hilarious. That would also suck. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> like, I would much rather get killed in the explosion also okay how does he have cell service i don't know or, or do you think he's just doing it maybe he maybe because they didn't show the screen maybe he's just no maybe i don't just know have it maybe yeah. he's too dumb maybe. maybe they built satellite so peter bought i don't know yeah that's true it would be even better if the phone was just completely shattered and broken yeah and that's see, like i wish they like, should subscribe yeah like they show it and they cut to where he's just like this and the phone just completely shattered like that would have been hilarious actually that would have been a great ending mm-hmm. adam mckay feel free to take that <laughs> uh joe you want to go sure um yeah i i, I mean i, I kind of just echo the same thing that i said earlier i liked the movie mostly for the comedy but it also is super unsettling because of the true horror i guess is what we're calling it um but i'm gonna go seven nine uh leo bathroom dances nice because i thought that was the funniest part (laughs) it's just when he was dancing or just Mm -hmm. trying to hype himself up to go on the tv show yeah (laughs) that was good um cool i will go um let's see i mean i'll echo what i said earlier too but I mean, I love part of this movie. Didn't like part of this movie. I agree with Jesse. You said they cast, they all killed it. Even though I'm not a fan of some of the actors, I think they did a good job. Um, again, I, I don't know. This is too too true, too like close to reality where I don't like it. <laughs> I don't enjoy it for that aspect of it. But I think it's an important movie. I think it's, I'm glad it was made because I think people should watch it for certain reasons. Um, I think 
I agree. I do kind of agree with that bad review. I agree with some of the things that they were saying about like SNL skits. I think it, it was oh, very like SNL wide-eyed, skit. pudgy, Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> no, not that part. <laughs> but I, I agree with like the street rat thing with Timothy's character. I was like, he literally looks like a street cat. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I just think it's like some of the scenes were just, I feel like so like, again, real, like, like the whole, like being on the news, like with Ariana Grande's character and Kid Cudi, like I love that part because I liked it, but I didn't like it. Like I, it was very real, but then like, you know, they video chatted and they got back together, like on camera or whatever on like live TV. And then the mom, uh, Leo's wife was like, who are these people again? Like, I, f- I find myself asking that when I'm like TikTokers, I'm like, what, what is this? What's going on? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't have TikTok. So I don't understand what people are talking about for a lot of that. And I just related to that part. And there's just a lot of those little segments that I feel like could have been cut. Like I like their concert, but we didn't need that scene of them. Like on the, I don't know. That just didn't make any sense to me. Um, uh-huh. I do think since there were so many stars in this movie, I kind of expected more like um, scenes of, you know, the actual acting. Like I was expecting more from Timothy. I was like, I need a scene from all these people that show that they're good actors. Like Leo had his freak out. I need something else, you know, from other people, at least one other person. J-Lo kind of had something, but J-Law. J-Law. That's yeah. <laughs> I honestly, I, Jennifer, I, I would have loved Jennifer Lopez. But okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll mention this. We have to talk about that insane J-Lo movie coming out with Owen Wilson after this. I don't, yeah. I, okay. We'll, we'll get, get to that. It. Cause I don't know. What you're about. Um, but come on that scene with Timothy Chalamet where though, I mean, his first scene where they're in the store and he I pulls like up the, the first phone. Scene. He's like, Oh, what up? We're here with her. Like, that was funny. I think that was, I think that was his best one. But Who like, knows? it wasn't even that good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. So I, I just, I just wish there was more from those. Cause there's so many good actors. I want to utilize them. Like, like, and I agree. I didn't really, I agree with that other again, review again. I, Meryl Streep's character was just like, I didn't think they knew what they were doing. I don't know. It was almost like she wanted to be in it and they wanted her in it. And they were just like, all right, you just do this role and figure it out. But it didn't, didn't really make any sense to me. I kind of get where they were trying to do, but like she, uh-huh. she came off as like a wimp. Which I get that was kind of the p- purpose, but like if she's a president, you gotta like be somewhat stern. Like I don't know, didn't really make sense to me. Um, yeah, I mean it was kind of, I mean at least Jonah Hill's too, you know, off the uh, former president, right? But Jonah Hill, you know, was talking how he was like, you know, he was like the former president said some, you know, inappropriately things about his daughter. So I decided in my character, I would try to flip that and yep. like have the son be weirdly attracted to, you know, his mom. I also read that he said if his character was, if Fire Festival was a person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of how I, you know, take this movie. Um, I liked it. I think overall I liked it. I don't know if I'll want to watch it again, but I'm kind of glad I did watch it. I don't know. I'm going to give this a seven. Uh, seven Leo freak freakouts. All right, all so, right. Yeah, solid. Yeah, better than I thought, to be honest. Because I didn't have any expectations. It's funny that, like, you know, it's like I it was like not as good as I thought, and I gave it an eight and a half, and then <laughs> it was like better than you thought, and you gave a seven. Yep. I just I I, I kind of agree. I, I wanted more from it. I don't know what, but like I wanted something. I don't know. There's something missing that I, that I just, I don't know. I think it was uh-huh. honestly, I don't know. I, I can't even, I don't know. <laughs> but if you're looking for right. like a, a true, like a re, re, movie in reality, like uh, life changing movie, like end of the world kind of shit, go for it. You like good acting. Yeah, check it out. I was gonna say if you if you like like any of Adam McKay's other movies or any of the any of the actors in this, like it's worth watching once. Yeah, you know, like if it seems appealing at all, do it. It's not as like, I mean, there was it was obviously there's obviously like depressing parts and like you know emotional parts, but it wasn't as like emotional as I thought it was gonna be, which I think is was uh-huh. better. I'm glad it wasn't. So. They made light of a terrible situation, <laughs> which I was happy that they did that. They made light of the true horror. Exactly. True horror. True horror. I, I like I like that we're coining genres now. Oh yeah. I mean, you can even go sub 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 genre like environmental horror, which is could be a thing. I mean, they have survival horror, which is like, you know, 
survival horror is like 127 hours those types of movies that's survival horror all right there's a whole you could i could go on and on <laughs> all right maybe slowly finding some horror movies that i'm okay with and and i mean that's why it's so ambiguous and vague it's like horror doesn't have to be this like slasher films like horror can be like true i personally i call true crime horror movies even though some people don't i'm like sounds of the land i mean times of the land is technically a horror movie but like serial i don't think serial killer is a horror movie to me if it's if it's serious because it's horrific i mean it's real horror uh-huh. but yes do you guys want to get into some movie news do you want to talk about that movie you were yeah. talking about oh it's just the most outrageous thing i've ever seen what um, is it it's... what's it called what is it it's uh, it Lo owen j-lo basically it's called marry me it's coming out on valentine's day it's all coming back now or is right it a valentine's comedy day. i yes but it's like a it's like a feel-good comedy like a rom-com feel-good j-lo plays like i believe a superstar like her and then like at some conference or something i can't remember if it's like she was just broken up with her something, but she's like i'm gonna just like marry one of you guys and she just like points and Owen Wilson's at the concert who's just like a dorky Owen Wilson school teacher and then they end up like getting together and she's this mega superstar J-Lo and he's a dorky like school teacher and it's like they and she comes and like hangs out with the kids and they teach her how to be a a normal person i don't know it's it's just Weird. watch the trailer owen it's wilson so is. bizarre so j-lo owen wilson about them getting married it's so crazy i do want to say i'm reading the okay so the director is kat coiro i don't know if that's her, uh-huh. right but she also here are some of her um credits that she's directed a case of you which is a 2013 film that i sent you jesse it's got that locating silver lake vibe it's like a rom drum mm-hmm. that's one of them mm-hmm. She did a couple episodes of It's Always Sunny. She did what? Modern Family. She did um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So there's some promise to it. I I mean, right, even before you said that, when I was going, I said, well, let's fast forward in a month. And I'm like, guys, I just saw the movie. I loved it. It's the best. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But I mean, watch the trailer. It's, watch it's the trailer. crazy. Okay. Wow. Wow. Um. Let's see. Oh, Rooney Mara just got greenlit for Aubrey Hep- Audrey Hepburn biopic, so that'll be interesting. Oh, that's a dead-on casting. I know people were like, they should have. People were like upset, and they they were like, they should have casted Lily Collins. But I think Rooney Mara is oh, perfect. She looks yeah. way more like I love Lily Collins, but Rooney Mara is more perfect for it. I'm so curious though, because like. I feel like Rooney Mara always plays these kind of like serious and dramatic roles and like kind of sad. Uh-huh. And Audrey Hepburn is like very uppity and like, I'm very curious on how they're going to portray it. I hope it's good. Doesn't, maybe I'm thinking someone else. Are the, is Rooney Mara, are the Maras somehow related to the family that owns the Steelers? I don't know. Let's see. Good I question. feel like this is like really, I'm, maybe I'm thinking of someone else, but there's some like football family, like where the Steelers and another football team are like in. It's like maybe she married someone, or like there's some like two football team family that I think it was the Maras. While the here we go. While the Mara sisters worked hard to gain the level of fame they achieved over the years, this is from show uh, showbizcheatsheet.com. <laughs> they would uh, okay. They would have probably been famous even without their prolific careers. Kate and Rooney's family owns two of the biggest NFL teams. Okay, so they own, but okay, two. Cool. Yeah, this Wait, sounds familiar. The Mara sisters' great-grandfather on the mother's side actually founded the Steelers in 1933. Art Rooney. Yeah, holy crap. Whoa. What's the other team? Giants? Timothy Mara. In 1925, Timothy Mara had a unique, unique opportunity to buy the Giants um, for $500. Look at that. It's their paternal great-grandfather, Timothy Mara. Wow, that's fascinating. Interesting. Huh. Um, I was looking at like what's coming out, and there was a nothing, no info about it except for three cast members. Sesame Street movie with Anne Hathaway, Bo Burnham, and Chance the Rapper. 
Flame oh, Oscar. I I feel like I saw some what is photo this? or something. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I remember it and being like, Chance also is so great and hilarious. I like him. I don't listen to his music, but I I like I think I think he's a cool person. I yeah, like I, I I mean I love his music, but I also love like he and like he did a Kit Kat ad and he literally just like had an idea for Kit Kat ad and like pitched Kit Kat and they were like, Yeah, let's do of it. Course. So he like he's, filmed yeah. and did it. You know, he's just like a cool, yeah, cool guy. Like respects the arts which I like, um, but it's funny. It says it's slated to come out in February, but there's nothing about it. No info, nothing. So I don't know. Um, and then another February release is Jackass Forever. So that'll oh. be... Yeah, I remember hearing Steve-O talk about that a long time ago because I think they, they started old, a while. Man. Looks yeah. like their bodies are just like taking them and beating for 30 years. Oh, Steve-O is a very interesting <laughs> Steve-O is crazy. So, I mean, yeah, bizarre, oddly smart. Really? I mean, you have to be, even though they're idiots on the show, like you have to be somewhat smart to have a show like that. Like he just, he, I don't know the jackass people. They've always, I mean, you know, I had those like DVDs as they're hilarious there. I have just always been so fascinated. And like Steve-O's dad is actually like a hugely successful like business. Like he was, I think most like recently or like as Steve was growing up, he was the CEO of Pepsi Canada. Whoa. Um, and like, you know, and like Steve grew up traveling like in multiple places in the world because his dad was like a very big executive, you know, and then there's just so many good stories of like, you know, at, like his dad and then Steve wanting to like go to clown college basically and like, you know, just like lighting himself on fire. I mean, it worked. <laughs> and yeah. That's uh, all you got to do, kids. I think I think Jackass is funny because it's like something that I mean, this is I don't know, just for me, but it's like something we all wanted to do. I feel like, but we didn't actually want to do it. Like we, it's like theoretically, it sounds really fun to just like hurt each other and like do whatever. But we didn't actually want to do it, so we had this release where we could watch it. <laughs> like, right, yeah, sure. I love someone I know. Their kid, um, is that, I don't know like five or six or something like loves jackass but they won't let them say jackass so he calls it jackrabbit but like he'll always like ask his dad to like film him you know being like jumping like into a beanbag or something be like what up my name is and this is jackrabbit mm-hmm. and like you know like sprints and like jump you know i want to say jack donkey would have been better because it you know relates to ass yeah. but that also yeah, sounds really training. vulgar yeah jack donkey <laughs> yeah but it, yeah there is something about like being a kid and like yeah you know, we i mean we made those videos that. like there were remember Absolutely. you guys i we, we would do rollerblades jump off your porch like st- stupid stuff like that and like you know put a mattress on the ground and jump off the roof like yeah. <laughs> that's one of my favorite videos from a kid is you and rollerblades i mean this is young too oh this and is i'm weird. filming and my dad walks into the frame and i go move joe's gonna jump and he's like, like what <laughs> And then you just start rollerblading through like a down the porch and just like jump off the end. The best part is I'm wearing pads and like a helmet, and it's like not <laughs> even like <laughs> it's like a three foot drop. Oh, it's hysterical! But yeah, I'm I don't know. I mean, I kind that kind of makes me want to watch the Jackasses again because it's been a while. But we'll see. I don't know. Um. I watched a Dracula film that I've never seen, which is super interesting, produced by Andy Warhol uh, from the 1970s. It's called Blood for Dracula. It was actually pretty good. It was uh, weird. It's very strange. If you're into Dracula vampire movies, like I would recommend it, but it's it's very strange, but I like it. So it was good. It's hard to find. Like there's so many vampire films, especially from the 70s. It's like, they're all like so similar, but this one was cool because it was a little different and it was Andy Warhol. And did your camera just... Go for three. Yeah. <laughs> I this is a side thing. I don't know if you've seen what I've mentioned earlier. Um, my white balance is just going fucking crazy. Yeah. It just is like constantly changing. <laughs> and I'm getting so annoyed. So I try to open the settings quick. Gotcha. Switched it to standard rather than widescreen. I'll play with that after. But do you see this? Like it's crazy. Yeah, it's messing up. Um <laughs> is Andy Warhol, has he done other film credits? I think he's yeah, he done everything. Let me check super interesting let's see okay he's produced he's directed produced and shot let's see he's known for chelsea girls blue movie the nude restaurant (laughs) 
Not surprised. He's directed a hundred things. Well, so uh, nothing like crazy. Nothing. I don't think any would. I mean, I have never heard of any of these. So uh-huh. wait, there's I'm a sure film a called 1964 called Batman Dracula. <laughs> Sounds up your alley. Whoa, Andy Warhol's infamous, infamous, infamous lost campy classic chart of the adventures of batman two years before adam west donned the cape crusader whoa okay i'm gonna have to watch that that actually sounds pretty cool <laughs> i'll get back to you on that all right, all right. batman dracula <laughs> nice little crossover yep <laughs> but other than that i haven't really watched just been busy with work so i haven't been able to watch a lot of stuff did you guys I'm a, i know harry potter isn't your thing jess but uh there's a new trailer for the like a Fantastic Beast that I think is coming out next year. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, and Mads. Secrets of Dumbledore, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. But with newly casted Mads Mikkelsen replacing Johnny Depp. Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> I think that's how you say his name. Mikkelsen. Yeah, Mikkelsen. I don't know. You know what? I mean, well, one, I'm always down to see those because, like, when we watched the first one, I loved it because I didn't have the strong like connection to Harry Potter that I was like judging it against. So I was like, this was a great movie. I love yeah. this. Um, See, for me, it's like I, I love Harry Potter, but I'm not like, like I'm not like like I'm not like an obsessed person. Like I know some people are like crazy obsessed with it. I love it. Like I have I've only read like half the books. Like I'm not like full full in. I love it. Like yeah. I'll watch them. And but and I didn't really like the Fantastic Beasts, but it's like I wasn't offended by them. Like people were. Uh-huh. Yeah, some some people hate them. I and I also it's just fine. think it's funny, but like. It's still my favorite, like Gen Z critique of millennials is that you know your Harry Potter house is not a right. personality trait. Uh, oh my god! But... Yeah, I can't get into that. <laughs> That's like the new zodiac signs. Like, what's your what's your uh, Harry Potter house? It's basically Myers Briggs, but like right, Harry right. Potter. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it was but... always mismatched. I mean, people would take those tests and they'd be like, "It's not right." <laughs> Sorry, I'm not not a Hufflepuff thank you for the insult but like i'm a gryffindor <laughs> also i i know i haven't seen it yet but um and i know i've mentioned it a couple times now but i, I really do want to see the tragedy of macbeth the a24 yes. version of it That's, it's is that a cohen brothers did they direct it it's joel cohen yep yeah. all right uh, it's denzel francis mcdormand um i have a feeling you're gonna pick it I might. I think. I think it'll be on Apple TV by the time my pick comes around. I think it's just in the theaters for a pretty short amount of time. So okay. we'll see. Uh-huh. All, right. All right. I'm still. I'll give the Coen Brothers another chance. I mean, I've I enjoyed Fargo enough. I've only. I think I've only. Oh, I've seen The Big Lebowski, but I don't know. I'm just. I don't know. I'm not sold. But I'm. No, straight, and um, straight to Hell the Caesar. We we reviewed Hell Caesar. I picked it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not saying you liked it. I'm just oh, saying we yeah, talked yeah, Coen yeah. Brothers before. But I mean, if I if oh, you brother, it, I have to get it, it. So you have sense. to watch Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? That's what I've heard. Everyone loves that movie. That is like my, a family movie growing. Like that's but everyone my said Coen that about like. Movie. I mean, I like Fargo, but everyone's like, this is a revolutionary movie, and I was like, I don't. It was I don't fine. even remember that much about it, other than so like I haven't seen it in forever. But you got to watch it. Okay, I'll rewatch it. Oh. I. I I think honestly, I'm being honest. The only way I'll probably watch is if someone picks it for the podcast, <laughs> right. or all if right. someone like has it on and I'm there with them, and I'm like, all right, I'll watch it. Well, I, you I pretty much not. just guaranteed that Jesse's gonna pick it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I might throw it on. I don't know. I'm just a little thrown off by the Coen Brothers, but I'm. I'm we'll I know we. You don't like good movies. We've gone over this. <laughs> um. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I did watch this Netflix horror movie called There's Someone in Your House or something inside your house. Eh, wouldn't recommend it. Right, so, I won't watch that. Horror fans out there. It's like a slasher film. Not that great. Uh, Anything else? Hold on, let me check. I think I had one more. I did. Oh, I mean, this is TV, but so happy to find out yesterday. Then also another birthday great surprise that the show Search Party. Um, you guys both would really love it. A season five just came out. It's a show that started on TBS and HBO took it over. Mm. Um, it is like crime oh. mystery 
but the funniest thing in the world. I think you actually both would really like it. Okay. There, the fifth season just came out. It's all on HBO Max. It's so I started watching again from season one before I get to, you know, and then I'll watch the season five that I haven't seen. But okay. it's so good. It's so good. I mean, it's just hilarious. And it's like nice and like it's kind of season two's pretty dark. And like, so there's definitely some dark and like some horror-ish crime. There's there's a little there's a cult part in it. There's Ooh. crime, there's murder, there's mystery. All right. And it's also hilarious. It's got so, everything. Oh yes. dang. The girl Ali Alia Shawcott, whoever the main girl is. She From the girl in our development. She she yeah, also she's cousin created Mimi. it too. Yeah. Yeah, she helped write it and create it. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's so good. It's just it's all right. Gotta check you know. it out. I have to add that one to the to the queue. Yeah. I think like, yeah. Jojo, I think, would like it too. Okay. I think it's good. I'll let her know. I'm sure she'll she'd be down. Is that it? Is that a wrap? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a wrap. All right. Episode 48. The Brushing it.